This morning, Psalm 23, verses 1 and 2. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He maketh me lie down in green pastures, he leadeth me beside the still waters. That's our text. In the name of Jesus, amen. These Sundays during Lent, of course, we are working our way through the 23rd Psalm. Remember that it was written by King David 3,000 years ago. And outside, of course, the Lord's Prayer, probably it is the best-known passage in all of Scripture. Down through the centuries, millions and millions of people have been blessed by it and its beautiful words. Think of this. It has been chanted in the great cathedrals. It has been read in small country churches. It has been recited in great castles. It has been repeated in the small houses of the poor. And mothers have whispered it into the ears of their children when they put them to bed at night and chaplains have whispered its words into the ears of wounded men on battlefields as they were prepared for death. My goodness. It has brought comfort to the sorrowing. It has brought hope to the hopeless. It has brought courage to the discouraged. It has brought peace to the troubled. Its promises have brought confidence to the... Con- to, the, uh, to those who are confused and so on and anxious. Its words have brought trust to the worried and strength to the weak. My goodness. And no matter how often we hear it and how often we read it, it seems it always touches our hearts. It grabs a hold of our imaginations and it renews us, it refreshes us, it picks us up, it helps us to look forward in faith and to look forward with a positive attitude. My. And that's because it sets before us our shepherd our never-changing, always-faithful shepherd. That shepherd who provides for us and takes care of us and keeps us going and guides us and protects us and heals us and pursues us. Last week, we looked at the shepherd himself. And in doing so, we said, my, what a shepherd he is. Always close by, always concerned, ever watchful. He is a shepherd whose heart is filled with love. He is a shepherd whose hands are always reaching out to give. He's a shepherd whose arms are ready to pick up and carry. He's a shepherd whose feet are always ready to go after the strain and bring them back. He's a shepherd whose voice is always calling out so that his sheep will know where he is. And he's a shepherd whose ears are always open to the bleating needs of his sheep. My, what a shepherd he is. And what that all tells us, of course, because I'm talking about God, is that he's nearby, and he's caring, and he's, he's not out there somewhere, but he's right here in our midst, alongside of us, watching over us, taking care of us, blessing us, all of those things. And that because he wants each one of us to be a member of his flock. He wants to provide for each one of us. He wants to lead each one of us into the green pastures. And he wants to bring us beside the still waters. And he wants to lead us through the dark valleys of life. And he wants to protect us from our enemies. And and that's because he loves us so much. There's no limit to his care for us, no limit to his grace toward us. My, all of that. That's why he pursues us all the days of our lives. And that's why he blesses so that our cup overflows. That's why he wants us to be in his house forever, as the last line of that great psalm says. That's why, because his love for us is limitless, is limitless, you see. Why? There's just so huge, so 
big. And that's why he wants more than ever. That's what he wants today, that he wants tomorrow. That's what he wants forever. That you and I would be able to say, the Lord is my shepherd. He wants us to be able to say that with devotion and faithfulness. My, what a shepherd he is. Well, today we're going to go on and we're going to look at what he does, what this shepherd does. And David tells us in these words, he says, I shall not want. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside the still waters. And God's message to us through those words is simply this, my shepherd will provide for me. And I pray God's blessing upon my speaking and your hearing. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. You know, one of the toughest things in Israel at the time that this was written was feeding sheep. You've seen pictures of Israel. My goodness, there's so much of it that is desert and barrenness and wilderness. It was hard for shepherds to find grazing land for their sheep. That was hard work. Some years, of course, it was easier because of rain, but most of the time it was very difficult, and they were having to look for places for the sheep to graze. And yet, the shepherd did that, and he worked very, very hard to provide always for his sheep. Because, you see, they were dependent upon him. If he didn't lead them, they might be straying off to find, to find their own uh, feed, you see, their own grass, and so they would stray away and they would get lost or they would become objects for predators, and so it was very, very important that they stay close to the shepherd, and it was very, very important that the shepherd be watching over them and taking care of them and providing for them, and he did. So one of the big things in the work of a shepherd was to provide for his sheep, to lead them to places where they could graze and eat. Well, David himself, remember, had been a shepherd boy, and so he had dedicated his life to this. He had taken good care of his sheep, of the feeding of his sheep. And he'd worked very hard to do that. And later in life, as he is looking at his life, and he's looking back at his life, he begins to see how the Lord has watched over him and how the Lord has taken care of him in so many, many ways that he too has experienced tough times in life, and yet the Lord had always provided for him. That there were times in his life that sometimes he wondered about food and clothing and shelter and those basic necessities. But somehow, some way, the, the shepherd had always taken care of him. As he looked back on his life, he began to think, you know, I may not have had always what I wanted, and maybe I've always not had what I wished I could have had. But my Lord and my shepherd has always been there. He has taken care of me. I have not lacked. When I really look at it, I have not lacked. I have never really wanted because not only is he taking care of my material needs, but he's also taking care of the fact that he's put around me people who have loved me. And he's put me in a family, and he's put me around people who care for me. And so he's provided for me in that way too. But not only has he provided for me materially, but he's also provided for me spiritually. My goodness, through the years he's given me his promises, and those promises have sustained me. And he has given me his word, and that word has upheld me. And he has given me forgiveness, and that forgiveness has cleansed me, taken away my guilt. And he has given me his assurances, and those assurances have refreshed me and rejuvenated me. And why is he, as he thought of all of these things, how the Lord watched over him and taken care of him materially, 
and how the Lord had watched over him and taken care of him spiritually, he began to think more and more, you know, my Lord has been a shepherd to me, just like I once was a shepherd to my sheep. As he thought about it more and more, those words began to bubble up in his heart, these beautiful words. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He leads me into green pastures, and he leads me beside still waters. It's still true, isn't it? These words are so true, even yet today. And as you look back to the past, and even as you look to today, can't you say too, along with David, I have not lacked. I have not lacked as I look back over my life. And I know that there are those in our congregation who have been through some very tough times. There are still those in our congregation who have come through the depression of the 30s. They know what it was like to live in the 30s. And there are those, of course, who have been around during the Second World War and the Korean War and the Vietnam War and the Gulf War, all these different wars. We lived through those times. And there's also many here who've been raised on farms or who are on farms right now and you've experienced drought and flooding and hail and insects and low prices. Others in our congregation, you yourself know, you've experienced unemployment perhaps or layoffs or strikes or underemployment. Some of you have experienced ill health and emotional depression temporary or continued disability. There are some here in our congregation who have gone broke in business. And there are those who have been widowed or divorced at an early age and have had to take on responsibilities, raising family by yourself. And so everyone, I'm sure, in one way or another, has experienced dark times and bleak times and, and, and tough times. And yet, always, always, somehow, some way, something turned up and you were provided for. And the unbeliever would look at that and he'd say, well, you were at the right place at the right time. Well, that's just plain luck. Well, that's coincidence. But you and I who are God's people know that's not so. We know, of course, that the shepherd was there and he was taking care of and he was watching over. And that's why we too can say, huh? The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. I have not lacked. And not only do we say that as we look back, we can say that even right now as we experience today. And I know that right now in our own congregation, those, there are those who are experiencing tough times. I know that there are some who have lost their jobs, that there are some who have been laid off, there are some who are looking for work. And I know too that in those times... We are tempted by anger and frustration and by doubt and, and by worry. And let me say to you, if you're experiencing this right now, to take a hold of the assurance that's in these words and how you handle these kind of situations even today is that you look to your shepherd. You look to your shepherd and you trust in him and you believe in him because he says to you too, you're my sheep and you can depend upon me and I will take care of you. You may not have all that you want. You may have, not have the standard of living that you would like. 
but you will not lack. You will not lack. I, as your shepherd, will provide and see you through. Now just think about a tremendous promise this is in terms of the future, too. You know, think about it. That I can be saved, that I can say with trust and with confidence, the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. And you think of those words and you just let those words soak in and how those words then chase away worry and doubt and fear and uncertainty. I may lose my health, but I shall not lack. I may go broke and have to start over, but I will not lack. I may get laid off or lose my job, but I will not lack. My husband may walk out on me and leave me with the children to raise, but I will not lack. Why? Because I have a shepherd. Because I have a shepherd. And my shepherd has given me a promise. And that promise is sure. I will not lack. I will not lack. Not because I have lots of money in the bank. I will not lack because I have stocks and bonds and a pension plan. I will not lack because I have social security. I will not lack because of all of these things. Because I know that these things will pass away in a moment. I've lived long enough to know and I know enough about history that nations go broke and, and currency is no good and there can be hyperinflation. I know that all of these things are momentary and can be gone in just so quickly. I know that. So my security, my certainty is not in these things, even though I may have these things, but my certainty and security is in this. I have a shepherd who has made to me a promise. And my strength and my certainty and my assurance is in that shepherd because he has made a promise to me and as I look back I can see how he has done that in the past and as I look back at God's people through history I can see how true it is as I look at the scriptures as I look at David I can see how true it is that when my security and my certainty begins to depend on all of these things I've just mentioned then always around my heart there lurks worry and fear and uncertainty and anxiety because all of these things I've just mentioned can go so very quickly. And that's all very threatening. But when I know I have a shepherd and my certainty is in him, then I can have peace and tranquility. And that's why the good shepherd Jesus says, why worry about what you will eat or drink or wear? Your father knows you have need of all of these things. As he takes care of the lilies and birds, so he will take care of you too. But you know, not only does my shepherd know about my material needs, my physical needs, he also knows about my spiritual needs. Just two months ago, we celebrated Christmas, huh? And what's Christmas about? Christmas is about my shepherd realizing my desperate need for forgiveness, my desperate need for salvation, my desperate need for spiritual enlightenment. My shepherd realized all of those things, and then my shepherd loved me so much 
that he came into this world in the form of an infant who grew up to be a wonderful man called Jesus of Nazareth who loved and lived and reached out was a shepherd to so many laid down his life finally my shepherd, think of that my shepherd saw my desperate spiritual need and then came into the world and lived and died and rose again for me. What greater love is then than that? What greater love is that? If you would ever doubt God's love for you, our Lord's love for you, you just think of your good shepherd coming into this world so that you might not lack spiritually. Not only does his promise say you will not lack materially, it also says you will not lack spiritually. So that he has come, you see, so that I might have complete cleansing, so that I might have complete joy and peace, so that I might have victory over sin. He has come so that day after day I might receive the strength that I need to cope with whatever happens in that day. He has come so that I might day after day have the forgiveness of my sins. He has come so that day after day I might have victory over the onslaughts of the devil. He has come so that he might lift me out of the doldrums of depression day after day. He has come, you see, so that I might know joy and have peace. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want, either physically or spiritually, either today or tomorrow. That my shepherd takes care of my body and my soul. And the fruit of all of this is contentment uncertainty. It is because I have this shepherd and these promises that I can lie down in green pastures and rest beside the still waters. While the world is frantically searching and running here and there and looking for certainty and security and all of these kind of things, I don't have to do that. I can live in peace and trust and confidence and I can enjoy today and live today because I can put tomorrow into the hands of my shepherd. I have his wonderful promises, and I can find satisfaction in those promises. Which brings us to this, to the last question. Have you made a decision to let the shepherd be your shepherd? Huh? Because without a vital living relationship to Jesus Christ, you cannot really know the beauty of the 23rd Psalm. You see, it is through him that this becomes such a beautiful, beautiful person, a psalm. And apart from Jesus, of course, listen to this. The world has different ideas and different suggestions. But apart from Jesus, there are no green pastures. But apart from Jesus Christ, there are no still waters. Because apart from Jesus Christ, there is no salvation, there is no security. And that's why we commit our lives to him. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside still waters. Beautiful words. Take them with you as you leave here this morning. And if any kind of doubt or worry or anxiety or fear comes into your heart this week,
chase those things away by saying out loud with confidence and devotion, the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. For he makes me lie down in green pastures and leads me beside still waters. Amen.